0: G'day and welcome to Is It Relevant Today, right here on Faith FM. I'm Marius Gigao, and on this show we're examining biblical concepts and ideas and asking ourselves the important question, Is It Relevant Today? Or is it as outdated as television static? Before we get into the topic today, I just wanted to let you know of our YouTube channel called Is It Relevant Today? Where we have video presentations of a number of topics including Did Jesus Exist? and the No God Delusion, Creation versus Evolution. Be sure to check it out. There is a topic that as a minister I have noticed numerous people are unsure about. It relates to the nature of Jesus. Some people don't know if Jesus was just a man, or God, or somewhere in between. So for this reason, today we're going to have a look at what the Bible says about this topic. Does the Bible tell us that Jesus was God, or does it tell us He was not? We're going to evaluate this topic by looking at it from a number of different angles. We're going to ask, what did the people in the Bible say on this topic? What did the prophets say? What did his disciples say? What about Jesus himself? And what did God the Father say? We'll also look at what the creation account has to say about this matter, as well as how did certain people treat him? Did they treat him as God or as just a man? And we'll do this... Just after these songs.
1: Before the throne of God above, I have a strong and perfect plea. A great high priest whose name is love, whoever lives and pleads for me. My name is graven on his hands. My name is written on his heart. I know that while in heaven he stands, no tongue can bid me thence depart. When Satan tempts me to despair, tells me of my guilt within. Upward I look and see Him there who made an end of all my sin. Because the sinless Savior died, my sinful soul is counted free. For God the just is satisfied To look on Him and pardon me Behold Him there, the risen Lamb My perfect spotless righteousness the great unchangeable I am The King of glory and of grace One with Himself I cannot die My soul is purchased by His blood My life is hid with Christ on high With Christ my Savior and Hid with Christ on high With Christ my Savior and my God
2: Be changed
1: Renewed Flowing from the grace That I found In you And Lord I've come to know The weaknesses I see In me Will be stripped away
2: By the power of your love The spirit leads me on in the power. your will unfold in my life life. in living every every day in the power in the power
0: Welcome back to Is It Relevant Today? You're listening to Marius Jigau, and today we're asking the question, Is Jesus God? What does the Bible have to say on this matter? The first place we'll look today is in the very first verse in the Bible, Genesis 1.1, which says, In the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. This is a very well-known verse, which simply points out the fact that the one responsible for creation is God. God is the one who created the heavens and the earth and everything in them. So let's have a look at how this relates to Jesus. In Colossians chapter 1 verses 13 to 16, Paul writes for us an interesting statement. It reads, He has delivered us from the power of darkness and conveyed us into His kingdom of the Son of His love, in whom we have redemption through His blood, the forgiveness of sins. Now let me just pause there for a second. Who is this speaking about? Who does the Bible say that shed his blood for the forgiveness of our sins? Well, the answer is obviously Jesus. This is clearly speaking about Jesus. Verse 15 and 16 continue to say, He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation, for by him all things were created that are in heaven and that are on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, all things were created through him and for him. We learn from this verse that the creator of the world was Jesus Christ. And that the Old Testament describes this creator as being God. After the break, we'll have a look at how certain people treated Jesus and see if this is compatible with how one should treat God or with how one should treat other human beings.
2: El Shaddai, El Shaddai, El Yonah Adonai Age to age you're still the same By the power of the name El Shaddai, El Shaddai, Erecham Kana Adonai We will praise and lift you high, El Shaddai. Through your love and through the ram, you saved the son of Abraham. And by the power of your hand, turn the sea into dry land. To the outcast on her knees You were the God who really sees And by your might You set your children free El Shaddai, El Shaddai El El you the same time of Christ was near. Though the people failed to see what Messiah ought to be. Though your word contained the plan, they just could not understand that your most awesome work was done. The frailty of your son El should die. Shut
0: Welcome back to Is It Relevant Today, right here on Faith FM. I'm Marius Jigau, and today we're asking the question, Is Jesus God? We've so far discovered that the very first verse in the Bible tells us that God is the Creator. However, further light is shed on who this God is in Colossians, where we discover that it was in fact Jesus Christ. Now, the second commandment tells us not to worship anyone But God. And we have an interesting example of how the disciple John reacted when he encountered an angel and how this relates to the second commandment. It's found in Revelation chapter 19 verse 10. The first part of it reads, And I fell at his feet to worship him. But he said to me, See that you do not do that. I am your fellow servant and of your brethren who have the testimony of Jesus. Worship God. Now, this is an appropriate reaction if someone were to fall at your feet and worship you. If someone fell at my feet to worship me, I would do exactly the same. I would say, no, 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 no. What are you doing? I'm not God. Don't worship me. The Bible says to worship God alone. This scenario that I'm describing happened to the Apostle Peter, and it's found in Acts chapter 10, verse 25 to 26. Let's see how he reacted. It reads, as Peter was coming in, Cornelius met him and fell down at his feet and worshipped him. But Peter lifted him up saying, stand up, I myself am also a man. The Bible is clear that worship belongs to God and whenever godly men or even angels receive worship, they immediately insisted that this be stopped as it's inappropriate and in direct opposition to the second commandment. Now let's see how Jesus reacted to people worshipping him. We'll examine two such examples. One is found in Matthew fourteen thirty-two to 34 It reads, And when they got into the boat, the wind ceased. Then those who were in the boat came and worshipped him, saying, Truly, you are the Son of God. When they had crossed over, they came to the land of Gennesaret. Notice what is absent here. Jesus didn't tell them, Not to worship him. Again we find this in Matthew chapter 28, verses 9 and 10. It reads, And as they went to tell his disciples, Behold, Jesus met them, saying, Rejoice! So they came and held him by the feet and worshipped him. Then Jesus said to them, Do not be afraid. Go and tell my brethren to go to Galilee, and there they will see me. Notice again what Jesus failed to say. He didn't say, as did the angel and Peter, get up, see that you do not do that. No, Jesus casually continued what he was saying and told them not to be afraid and to go to Galilee. Now this begs the question, why didn't Jesus tell them not to worship him? The reason is because there's nothing wrong with worshipping so long as that worship is directed towards God. After these songs, we'll look at what the prophets and his disciples said relating to who Jesus is.
2: I'd rather have Jesus than silver or gold. I'd rather. Have riches untold. I'd rather have Jesus than houses or lands. I'd rather be led by His nail pierced hand than to be the king of a vast domain and be held in sin's red sway I'd rather have Jesus than anything this world Than worldwide fame I'd rather be true To His hope Fairer than lilies of a rarest bloom, He's sweeter than honey from out the comb. He's all that my hungry spirit needs. I'd rather have Jesus. Jesus than anything this world There's power in the blood There's power in the blood There is power, power, wonder working power in the blood of the land There is power, power, wonder working power in the precious blood of the land you be free from your passion and pride. There's power in the blood. Come for a cleansing to Calvary's tide. There's power in the blood. There's power in the blood. There's power in the blood.
0: Welcome back to Is It Relevant Today? You're listening to Marius Jigal, and today we're asking, does the Bible describe Jesus to be God, or does it not? Let's have a look at what the prophets have to say on this matter. In Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6, we find one of the most well-known messianic prophecies. We even have a musical masterpiece written about this verse. In 1941, George Handel wrote the famous piece entitled, Messiah. Its words come directly from Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6, which reads, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulder, and his name will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. I want you to have a look at one of the names that Isaiah ascribes to Jesus. He calls him... Almighty God. So when asking the question, is Jesus God? Isaiah would answer, most definitely so. What about his disciples? What did they have to say on the matter? We find some interesting verses in John chapter 20, verses 26 and 27. Now let me give you a bit of context first. Thomas, one of Jesus' disciples, had just said he will not believe that Jesus rose from the dead until he puts his finger in the holes in Jesus' hand where he had been nailed to the cross and until he puts his hand in Jesus' side that had been pierced by the Roman guard's spear. The passage in John chapter 20 verses 26 and 27 reads, After eight days his disciples were again inside, and Thomas with them. Jesus came, the doors being shut and stood in the midst and said, Peace to you. Then he said to Thomas, Reach your finger here and look at my hands and reach your hand here and put it into my side. Do not be unbelieving, but be believing. And Thomas answered and said to him, My Lord and my God. So if you were to ask the disciple Thomas, Is Jesus God? He would say, Yes? Didn't you just hear me? I said, my Lord and my God. Now stay with us after these songs. We'll look at what Jesus himself had to say, as well as what God the Father said.
2: Turn
1: hill far away stood an old rugged cross, the emblem of suffering and shame. And I love that old cross where the dearest and best for a world of lost sinners was slain. So I'll cherish the old rugged cross till my trophies at last I lay down. Will cling to the old rugged cross and exchange it someday for a crown. Oh, the old rugged cross, so oh, despised by the world, has a wondrous attraction for me. For the dear Lamb of God left His glory above to bear it to dark Calvary. Cross, I will ever be true It's shame and reproach gladly bear Then He'll call me someday to my home far away Where His glory forever I'll share So I'll cherish the old rugged cross Till my trophies at last I lay down I'll cling to the old rugged cross and Exchange it someday for a crown and exchange it someday for a crown and exchange it someday for a crown.
0: Welcome back to Is It Relevant Today, right here on Faith FM. I'm Marius Jigel, and today we've been asking the question, Is Jesus God? And so far, we've discovered that the Bible identifies Jesus as the Creator God. We also found out that Jesus accepted worship, which is only appropriate for God to do. And we also looked at what the prophets and Jesus' disciples had to say, and they both identified Him as God. But what did Jesus himself have to say? We find the answer to this question in one of my favorite chapters in the book of John. It's in chapter 8 verse 58. It reads, Jesus said to them, Most assuredly I say to you, before Abraham was, I am. Jesus said to the Jews that were trying to kill him that before Abraham was, I am. Now what does I am mean? That's kind of a strange thing to say, isn't it? Now, to understand this, we need to put ourselves into the mindset of the Hebrews in Jesus' day. Moses was one of, if not the most loved prophet in the Jewish nation, and when God revealed himself to Moses and told him to free his people from the Egyptians, Moses asked God to tell him what he should say if they asked who sent him. And we pick it up in Exodus chapter 3 verse 14. And God said to Moses, I am who I am. And he said, Thus you shall say to the children of Israel, I am has sent me to you. Now notice who's speaking to Moses. The Bible says that God spoke to him, and he identified himself as I am. He even told him to tell the children of Israel that I am has sent you. Jesus made the claim to the Jews that before Abraham was, I am. Here, he was clearly saying that he is the same God who spoke to Moses out of the burning bush. It's no wonder, at least from their unbelieving perspective, that the next thing the Jews tried to do was to stone him for blasphemy. The last place we'll have a look at today is in Hebrews chapter 1, verse 8, where we'll see what the Father himself says about Jesus. But to the Son, he says, Your throne, O God is forever and ever. A scepter of righteousness is the scepter of your kingdom. Here we have God the Father referring to Jesus as God. So if you were to ask the prophets, Is Jesus God? Isaiah would say, Yes, he is. If you were to ask the disciples, Thomas would say, Yes, he most definitely is. If you were to ask Jesus himself, he would say, Yes, I am. And if you were to ask God the Father, he would also say yes. The Bible clearly identifies Jesus as God in numerous places. And this is great news. God himself came down and paid the price for your sins and for my sins, which enables us to have the certainty that if we put our trust in him, he will save us. We thank you for listening today and don't forget to visit our Facebook page Is It Relevant Today and give us a big thumbs up or you may like to visit our YouTube channel also called Is It Relevant Today where we have video presentations on a number of topics including what happens when we die and the no-God delusion, creation versus evolution. We look forward to seeing you next week. I'm Marius Jigau, God bless and I hope you have a magnificent day.
2: all thrones, above all wonders the world has ever known, above all wealth and treasures
1: of the earth.
2: Love To keep guarding over me ever Watching wherever I go And when the winds blow He is my shelter When I'm lost and alone He rescues me And when the light He is constantly watching over me, He is constantly watching over me. We are His children, and He is our Father, watching over our souls. For his sons and his daughters, watching wherever we go. And when the winds blow, he is my shelter. When I'm lost and alone, he rescues me. And when the Constantly watching over me. When the winds blow, he is my shelter. When I'm lost and alone, he rescues me. When the lion comes, he He constantly watching over me. He is constantly watching over me.
0: You've been listening to Is It Relevant Today? If you have any questions or comments, please leave them on our Facebook page, Is It relevant today but for now thanks for listening and we look forward to seeing you next week
2: i love to tell the story it will be my theme in glory to tell the old old story of jesus and his love